Nick to make us record the podcast in the world's most haunted building. This place is huge. Oh, I wonder what's over here. Great big creaky door. Hooray. Well, here we go. I, Nick Briggs, with the head of a fly and the body of a man. Bzzz, and welcome to the spooky Halloween Big Finish podcast. <laughs> Welcome, all you ghosts and ghouls listening out there. This is your one-off stop for spooky sounds, terrifying talks, chilling chats, and blood-curdling banter. I am Benji, the Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by the man who can literally say he has returned from the dead, for he has in fact spent some time in the labs of the famous Dr. Frankenstein over in Transylvania. Not only is he bringing you tales of the macabre, and anecdotes of fright. He is also a whopping executive producer and actor extraordinaire. It's Frankenstein's monster, Mr. Nicholas Briggs. Thank you! <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Frankenstein's laboratory is in Transylvania. I think that's Dracula's castle. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's start Halloween with some pedantry. <clears throat> Welcome to this Halloween podcast. Official release date, naturally, the 31st of October 2016. However, hello to the early birds if you've downloaded it on Sunday, the 30th of October. I don't know why all the dates have to be said as Vincent Price. <laughs> Uh, we've taken to sneaking the podcast out a bit early because a lot of people have more time to listen on a Sunday evening, you see. And don't forget our special Halloween special offers this weekend. They're still available and still, you've guessed it, special. Special. Anyway, what Nick forgot to mention is that Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio drama and audio books. <laughs> and yeah. that we... <laughs> And that we release stories based on Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake 7, and so much more. That's right, like Dark Shadows, Spooky, The Confessions of Dorian Gray, Supernaturally Horrific, The Omega Factor, The Omega Factor, <laughs> Occult, Supernatural, and Downright Scary Survivors, Post-Apocalyptic and Disturbing, A Bit Like The Walking Dead Without The Zombies. <laughs> and also, on a Halloween scariness theme, there's Frankenstein and Dracula and The Phantom of the Opera. Ooh, we're quite scary, yeah. Yes. yes, Nick is actually very scary. Seriously, Nick, can you just, can you just take the fly head mask off now, please? I think we've, it's overstayed its welcome. But I can't. There's been a terrible transmaterialization accident and I am forever cursed to wander the earth, buzzing at people as they scream and run away at the sight of my ugly insectoid features. And so I must kill all those who look upon me. Kill, bzzz, kill, bzzz. Just take the mask off, Nick. Seriously. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> anyway, uh, coming up in this podcast, in a moment, the Big Finish News. Then that'll be followed by listeners' emails and the guest star interview. As you'll have seen from the embedded image in the podcast file, Nick's interview this edition is with actress Carolyn Seymour of Survivor's Fame. Yes, I caught up with her at a recent studio session and she gives the most succinct interview to date. I told her it would take 10 minutes, but it actually took just seven-ish minutes. Great fun. That's some real timing there. Superb oh, stuff. Yeah. Look forward to that. And following the interview, it'll be time to activate the Randomoid Selectatron and select a random release from the Big Finish archive. We'll play you the trailer and then do our best to talk about it. Will Nick stay on topic? Who can tell? Then there'll be just enough time for me to round up the latest Big Finish releases and introduce the latest instalment of our serialization of the first episode of The Prisoner, our acclaimed reimagining of the 1960s TV classic. Right, so now, let's go to the max.
Here is the Big Finish news. Unique and Benji. Horse. I, I don't know. It was it's sort of an attempt at a sort of owl, owly creature thing. I kind of <laughs> thought I wanted to Halloween it up a bit, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, I know that. I mean, people possibly have forgotten that we do this podcast via Skype to each other. And in your room there, you've got some strange spooky lighting going on. I have. I can you just I'd... vary it a bit? You can vary it on your phone. I can. I, I, I thought I'd spook us up to the max. So you can <laughs> you can change the colour with a oh, slider wow. on your phone. Or you can go full on disco mode and, and have mood changing it's lights. a strange Transylvanian disco yeah. <laughs> etc it's rather nice really it's also good if, if you actually fancy starting a roller disco in your own house it's perfect for that oh yeah oh if only if only I'd thought of that I know well that's the thing not, not a lot of people do anyway oh, yes you're looking very pink now sorry I'm with the news sorry <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually just just blushing <laughs> <laughs> Well, what better time than Halloween to mark the very end of Big Finish's horror series, The Confessions of Dorian Gray? The final series of Big Finish's popular, The Confessions of Dorian Gray, is out today. Those who pre-ordered Series 5, starring Alexander Flahos, I don't know why I said Alexander Flahos, <laughs> Sarah Douglas, Samuel Barnett and Bernard Holly, have already had the chance to listen to the first three episodes exclusively through Big Finish, and today the whole set is out. Goodbye, Dorian. Farewell, my friend. Travel far. And since it's Halloween, why not listen to the free Dorian episode, Trick or Treat? That's right, free, guys. F-R-E-E. Go on, give yourself a fright. (laughs) Hey, Benji, do you have the head of a fly and the body of a man? (laughs) Only on alternative Tuesdays. Alternate Tuesdays, rather. Few. Yeah, I, I, I like to just jazz it up sometime, but I don't don't want to go over the top, you know? It's, it's, no, it's, no. it's a special thing. Heaven for Fent. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, anyway, available from Wednesday the 2nd of November, a whole host of new audio trailers from the Doctor Who and Big Finish universes. There's the November release of the third Doctor Adventures Volume 2. That's right, Volume 2. Then you've got Survivors Series 5. Let's stop right there and have a listen. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Survivors, Series 5. It's a new strain. An evolution of the virus that almost wiped us out in the first place. It's the death. It's back. This is a matter of life and death. I've seen entire communities destroyed by this epidemic. Angel of Death! The Angel of Death! That's what you are! Ow! Ow! And the reason I'm staying back here is... I might be infected too. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Welcome to the TARDIS. We should be safe, yeah? Nearly there, Joe. Cheer up! Sorry, Doctor. I'm just a little worried, that's all. The Third Doctor Adventures. Baking hot, dark. Baking hot? Oh, yes, it is rather. (sighs) What was that? The quantum moment of your death. (laughs) Just hold on. Hold on. I once met a terribly wise man. I know most of them are terribly silly, but he was an exception. And he taught me a great deal. One thing in particular, take all the opportunities the universe offers you. I'm reading the Future Analyst report, and it's making me queasy. The word of Sortan spreads far and wide. Sortan. Of course, that's why you're here, isn't it? For the transcendence. Um, no. The human lifespan is so short. A newer, younger body is full of opportunity. Joe, what have you got yourself mixed up in? What is it the two of you actually do? We work together. Your cousin Joe is my assistant, Stephanie. Our problem is what's happening to the planet. It just doesn't make sense. Doctor! I think we should get back to the TARDIS. 
Come on, Joe, quickly. Doctor! Grab my hand, Joe. Hold on. Perhaps there's still time. If you expect me to believe your story, I'd put a bit more effort into it. But it's the truth. Roar! Stop right there. <laughs> Stop, don't move. <laughs> yeah, I did those trailers as well, I think. Excellent. I, no, no, you did Survivor Series 5. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. I did the third Doctor one. So, yeah. I'm just claiming too much. Looking now. forward to listening to that one, actually. Oh, and now more trailers. December sees Doctor Who Absolute Power, Doctor Who Quicksilver, Doctor Who The Early Adventures, The Sontarans, and the new Countermeasures Series 1 released. Let's have a listen. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Quicksilver. My dearest H, I'm never sure exactly when you might be... Hush now. I'll do my best to let you know when I might be coming back. Who knows? This beastly war may be six months closer to being over. Indeed. Remain constant. Constance, my rock. You too, Henry. Goodbye! (laughs) Lieutenant Commander Henry Clark. Lost in action. Oh, no. What is this place? Earth, General. This way to the shelter! Oi, lad! What are you doing over there? Oh, no, 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 no. They're coming for me. They've not far for eight two choosy. They're coming for everyone. Stop right there, or I shoot The human has a weapon. Please, you must help me. How do you know who I am? Fire weapon! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Sonyari. Grand opening. Of the Sonyari Hotel, a high-class resort near Samaritz. The New Countermeasures. Series 1 box set. If you do your job, I let you live. But cross me again, question me at all, and I will kill you. Going undercover, why not go undercover in style? The stories from MI5 suggest that Lady Claire is currently specialising in the trade of alien weapons tech. What are you waiting for? We have a hotel to rob. Open your safe. Do it quickly, do it now. That way you won't get hurt. Handsome lad. Sailor, is he? Think we've all known a sailor gone missing. HMS Reynard is one of a unique class of submarine that doesn't officially exist. It is involved in a highly delicate espionage program. Mm, dark stuff, then, eh? Hello? Anyone? Help! Help me, please! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Ah, good day, gentlemen. Ah, Doctor, we've been expecting you. Doctor Who, absolute power. Come on! Come on! Doctor, what, what's this that's just lit up? Ah, no, 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 no. What you're doing, old girl? The threat is within. Not... Enough, Doctor. Leave this place or I shall destroy you. We need to get out of here. Where is Constance? What have you done with her? I'm afraid that poor Constance is about to be involved in a tragic accident. Uh, uh, oh, they won't budge. Uh, this is all looking rather bleak. Don't forget, January 2017's Doctor Who released The Star Men, starting off a new year of main range stories. Here's the trailer. Welcome to Gallius Ultima, the launch platform for the greatest feat in the history of space exploration. It's beautiful. That's a galaxy? That, Tegan, is the large Magellanic Cloud. Who on Gallius are you two? We were just... Didn't you hear the siren? We're in lockdown. I am Rovers, Imperator of the Celtic known to some as the star we're getting an image on the main screen the kepler good gods what's happened to them your ship has come under attack now that's what i call a spaceship we're going in now we find out if anyone's waiting for us look at the other examination tables all the bodies are moving and since we mentioned the third doctor volume two there it's worth telling you that it's released on thursday the third of november 
Tim Trelaw as the third Doctor and Katie Manning as Joe Grant return in two fresh adventures, The Transcendence of Efros, is that right? Eros? Efros? It is. Efros. Efros, excellent. First time by Guy Adams and The Hidden Realm by David Llewellyn. Nick, you directed those two, didn't you? I did, yes, which is how I know how to pronounce Efros. I love the way you said right first time, even though you messed it up by stopping and asking. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> you like my little demon that sits so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> yes, I had great fun in studio with Tim and Katie on those, and I've been listening to the edits, and I hope people are going to really love them. One of them is very much a, a spacey one, you know, it sort of suggests maybe the mutants or uh, frontier in space, that sort of feel to it. And uh, the hidden realm actually is kind of, um, it's sort of like. Uh, Doctor Who meets the Sunday afternoon ITV serial. You know what I mean? It's got a sort of, I don't know, it feels a bit like Cat Weasel or Wurzel Gummidge as well as, as a, um, you know, an earthbound Doctor Who adventure. I suppose it's because Unit aren't actually in it and the Doctor and Joe go off somewhere to this new town. So it's, I suppose it's a bit quatermassy as well. Anyway, it's exciting. I highly I'm, recommend I'm, I it. I want to listen to it now. Let, let, should we just yeah. stop and just, just, just listen? Yeah, let's forget to, yeah. the podcast. Let's listen to that. <laughs> No, it no, we brilliant. better do the podcast, actually. You better get on with the Halloween podcast. <laughs> yes, and finally, something rather exciting, guys. We can officially announce that the winner of the Big Finish Short Trips Writer's Opportunity in commemoration of Paul Sprague is Joshua Wanisco. I think that's right. Sounds good to me. And that was for his seventh Doctor story, Forever Fallen. Yes, I imagine that is how you pronounce Joshua Winnisco. And I was honoured to be asked to read this story and we'll be letting you know when it's about to be released. Can I tease it? Well, it's a story with a real moral dilemma at its heart. It features the Seventh Doctor at his manipulative best. It was a real emotional roller coaster for me to read. More on that story soon. Well, I've got chills. I'm excited. Love a bit of Seventh Doctor and well... Yeah, I recorded it yesterday. Oh really? So it's 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 mm. all been sorted out. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's that is very exciting. God, we have so much going on, guys. It's it's just oh, I just I know. Oh, it's just just <laughs> takes me by surprise. Just how busy we all are. Frightening how much is going on. <laughs> oh, and I tell you what else is frightening: um, haunting memories from dark shadows, which we really bigged up last time, but we didn't have the trailer. Uh, here it is: a truly stellar cast. Dark shadows, haunting memories. The rain pattered overhead with gentler, teasing fingers. Thunder rumbled in the vague distance, like a bad case of indigestion. The eye of the hurricane was passing. No one dared move. All knew instinctively it was a false, temporary calm, lulling any who believed it into a rushing sense of relief and release. But soon the backside of the storm would swing over and the Banshee terror would gleefully return. In the dark, Lord, I am not alone. I know it, I feel it. Your presence, your spirit close beside me, rushing into me with every lungful of air, punching blood through my body with every strong beat of my heart. And Gregory feels it too, Lord. Gregory's heart is strong. But with every pulse... His heart sends blood flowing through his veins and out through the hole in his chest. I was famished, but my need was not for food. I moved my tongue slowly around in my mouth, exploring gently, and then I felt them. The two incisors, sharp as needles. I sighed bitterly. I am a vampire. Correct, he laughed. <laughs> A reedy cackle. But why? I don't deserve such a cruel sentence. When she had exhausted all possibilities and peered down every street and alley of Collinsport, Elizabeth was hot and tired. She was on the point of going home when a familiar shape caught her eye in the window of Collinsport's one and only realtor. Drawing near, Elizabeth recognized a photograph. It was of the old caretaker's cottage on the Collinwood estate. She'd known David was selling it, of course. 
Elizabeth rested her forehead on the window to cool it, and suddenly, without warning, she saw it again. The face from the past, pressing through the glass against her own, as if to kiss it. Dark Shadows is a Big Finish production. And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is the end of the news. Watch as it crawls its way back into the coffin to begin another, another day underground. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Halloween, so we're just making horrible dying noises. (laughs) What everybody does on Halloween, isn't it? Time now for listeners' emails. And remember, you can contact us by emailing us at podcast at bigfinish.com. Simple as that. Send anything you like. That's right. Who knows what next? But don't, seriously, I saw something on Facebook. Don't send, um, it's this new thing that they're trying to get trick-or-treaters. And it's basically people are chocolate-coating Brussels sprouts. So don't send us those, because that is hideous. It's, well, I would like those. It's a great idea, I, but don't get me no, wrong. No, I would like them, because I love chocolate, and I love Brussels sprouts. I know most people hate Brussels sprouts, but I love them, and I love them raw. So actually, I mean, I was discussing this with my wife and my son, and they were both going, because my wife, even though she's a vegetarian, hates Brussels sprouts. That's just weird. My son, of <laughs> course, being a seven-year-old, obviously hates Brussels sprouts, because they don't like anything that's good for them. So, yeah, they were suggesting, actually, that we made some of those for trick-or-treaters, you know, and we gave them to them as treats, <laughs> <laughs> which would really be a trick. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I just got visions of you walking around Tesco's, picking sort of fruit, and looking around your shoulder to see if anybody's watching and quickly eating a Brussels sprout, and then sort of carrying on. Perhaps that's what Nick does in his spare time. I always thought a more effective thing would be to put some garlic in the chocolate because then it would make their breaths smell absolutely foul. Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah, that would be ghastly. And also, if it was a crunchy bit of garlic, it would be quite unpleasant to come across. Yeah, perhaps perhaps people should just send in their hideous ideas to basically ruin trick-or-treaters lives we're not nasty no let's not do that but uh, but next week it won't be halloween and it'll all be over and people will have forgotten that's very true which means i won't have to go needs a halloween podcast (laughs) anyway first up from tim arts i think his name is it's got two a's so i don't know it sounds piratical arts gentlemen Tim begins. It's a very short email, so I'm really bigging it up. I'm considering purchasing the forthcoming release, The Contingency Club. Does the download come with some very nice chips? Or is that feature exclusive to the physical release? (laughs) Hashtag thanks a lot, Tim Arts. Okay, you've got to explain the chips thing. Yes, yes. So um, The Contingency Club um, is basically, (laughs) there's a place down the road called The Continental Club, which sounds incredibly... uh, Sounds like the type of place, naturally, a suave, sophisticated man like myself would hang out in my spare time. However, it was exposed by Nick when he said, are you a member? To which my my reply was just simply, "Uh, well, I was once, and I remember they did extraordinary good chips, (laughs) and which I I will vouch that. I mean, I don't know if they're actually run by the same people anymore. Um, Be interesting thing to find out. But yeah, the chips were superb. So naturally, now the the contingency club... Which you uh, insisted on calling the Continental Club. It is Club. the Continental Club. <laughs> uh, it, it is. It is. In my mind, it is. Would it be great, though? Imagine getting that through the door and a couple of cold, horrible <laughs> chips. That would be lovely. Perhaps we, could, perhaps we could send it out in, like, takeaway boxes. <laughs> yes. Soaked in vinegar <laughs> for a special Halloween treat. <laughs> That was one. That voice never gets old, Nicola. Can you just keep you that say voice that? from now on? It'd be brilliant. I'm not sure the listeners would agree. They're all thinking, do you know, I can normally bear to get through a whole podcast, but this time, that, that Vincent Price voice. Uh, I remember that someone, I must have said this in a podcast before, um, doing my announcements for Radio 4 Extra. I used to... Um, there was a voice I used to do for Journey into Space and, so, and someone wrote in and said, me and my dad, we listen to that and after we hear Nicholas Briggs do his announcement, we both look at each other and say, idiot. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, I'm glad I brought them closer together. That's it. That's all I can say. They always remember anyway, that. Anyway, we have another email? We do have another email. So how about this one? This is from Andrew Austin. 
good surname that reminds me of the car make company austin who did the metro and uh, amongst other things actually the princess as well uh, <clears throat> hello I'm sure andrew is a princess he is let's hope so Let's hope so. Hello, Mr. Nicholas and Mr. Benji. Here, as asked for, are some socks to read. Yes, they are actually a pair of socks I own, purchased in the British Library gift shop. So as I scroll down, I have to admit that there's there's two things I want to say about these socks. Number one, they're brilliant. It's an inspired choice by telling us to read the socks because we can actually read the socks there are words such as song men with one king uh, king's men as well the list goes on but the second point i want to make is he very skillfully decided that instead of just showing us a pair of identical socks he took the time to turn one inside out just to showcase the inside of the uh, the sock is that what it is yes that's what it is i, I assume so unless it's a sock for people that don't like words and they well, cause, yes, because they've all been crossed out. It looks like to me. Yeah, I think it, I think they're inside they're out. They're book titles, aren't they? Like the, it, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, the call of the wild, with the wind. Ul- Ulysses must be gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. James and huh? the giant peach. It must be. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're more clued well, yeah, up than thanks. me, Nick. More clued up than me. But they're fantastic socks. I have to say, are real, real winners when it comes to socks. Actually, so Andrew, you're setting the bar high, mate. And keep posting your socks in. Don't know why. Why not? Anyway, on to more important matters. I did little yay when Ram, that's the randomoid selectatron, selected the genocide machine. That was my first ever Big Finish CD. And he's put three exclamation marks there just to show his enthusiasm. I remember those heady days all them years ago, looking at the big finished section in the forbidden planet Croydon before they moved to a building with no leaking roof or railway running under it. (laughs) But it was the cover that attracted me. Plus, it had my favourite doctor and companion. Yes, I remember saying to my mum, listen, don't the Daleks sound brilliant? Loads of exclamation marks there real enthusiastic mum said yes but they just sound like daleks me i replied yes but no they sound extra i think she understood after that point i never looked back i hope that wasn't a neck condition and and you just kept going with the the releases going in each week to get another play before i saw the light and discovered the wonders of website and the big finish days it's like the big finish days great little Great little convention events, guys. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Um, podcast views. Also, thanks for making me giggle to myself like a mad person on my walk to work, especially the story of the dog's bark. It's the dog's bark. I was trying to think that out. I don't know what the story of the dog's bark is. I've got a great bit of banter, though, actually. This exposes oh, yeah. me as a real youngster because I actually live at home with my family. But uh, last week, rather comically, we, we were recording in the morning and um, my phone was buzzing when we did our podcast. And so I, yeah. I just... I just ignored it and kept going and it buzzed a few times but you know you just get on with it anyway this was quite early on in the podcast and it was only until the end of the podcast when I realized that my father was actually locked outside the house for an hour and had resorted (laughs) to sitting in his car (laughs) needless to say he was actually he was actually very uh, very kind about it said oh no I understand yeah he was because he knows you know he knows I'd do the same well I wouldn't I'd probably I'd probably make loads of noise. But, um, Oi, Dad! Oi, get on with it, mate! Open the, bl- the blooming door! <laughs> the flipping door! <laughs> the ruddy door. Um, but yeah, so that, that's a funny story, I think. Well, it made me laugh. Anyway, I, I, I laughed so much, I, I didn't have physical tears, but um, mentally, I was crying with laughter. Anyway, back to the email. Your banter is the highlight of my week. It makes me start my day with a joy in my step. Plus, the big finish news is also very, very important. Exclamation marks there. That also gives me a joy to my step. But I've gone off topic. Was there one? Well, there was. I think I went went off topic of your off topic. I can't even say it, Andrew, but you get the idea. Ah, yes. Socks. I hope you have a fantabulous day. Much love to the Big Finish family. Andrew Austin. P.S. Here are some signs for you to read out. See, they think of everything, these guys. So here we go. So we've got a hashtag, a backwards slash, uh, 
Right, well, we've got a tilde here, uh, or a tilde as they're pronounced, and sometimes when well, more basically you can just call it a squiggle. It's the squiggly line mm. thing. You've got Chinese yang, a square bracket, a carrot, not to be confused with the carrot that you eat, a percentage, an at sign, a dollar sign, a plus sign, an equal sign there, a bullet point, a greater than, a less than, a speech mark, a forward slash. There we go, is the wow. punctuation. Did you look some of those up? Because I didn't know the names of some of them. That information is classified. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this from Benjamin Stanley, dear big Finnish team, and a special hello to Ben Briggs, who shares my name, and to Benji, whose name is almost like mine. Great strong little, names uh, there. Great strong pokey names. Pokey tongue emoticon. Um, uh, I just wanted to say thanks for producing such interesting and gripping audio plays. I'm currently studying my A-levels, and it is cool to revise alongside a big Finnish story. Your audio plays are very special for me because I'm visually impaired. The main source of media I access is via audio. Of course, audio dramas are Big Finish's speciality. Nick, if you remember, I wrote into Vortex, that's our free magazine available online and in printed form if you buy CDs. I uh, wrote to Vortex a while ago and you were good enough to reply to my question on having an episode which hosts both Sontarans and Cybermen. I just wondered as well, I wonder what I said. Who knows? Uh, I just wondered, <laughs> as well as this idea, have you thought about having other monster compilations? This would be fascinating to see, maybe a box set. Uh, as characters go, I really like Nissa because of her science background. One of my A-levels is biology, so sometimes she mentions facts which relate to my studies. So thanks for this also. I also recently, um, I was also recently in Hong Kong, which reminded me of Sympathy for the Devil. Yes, Doctor Who Unbound with David Warner as the Doctor and uh, Mark Gatiss as the Master and David Tennant as um, Colonel Brimacon Wood, I think his name was, or something like that. And, what, uh, and what it was cost. indeed, it's it yeah, incredible, isn't it? It was indeed set in Hong Kong. I just wondered if there have been any other stories involving this city or any planned for the future. I just find its culture and background interesting. Incidentally, are there any plans on having the Doctor landing countries other than the UK? Many thanks again. Best wishes, Benjamin. Smiley face. Well, um, monsters. Stay tuned on the monsters thing. I've got an idea about monsters and Big Finish. I'll say no more. Nissa, yeah, what a fantastic character. Played by Sarah Sutton who I did a little interview with this week, which will be turning up in a couple of weeks' time in the podcast. Um, yeah, I've always got on really well with Sarah. Uh, she's probably not got on well with me, but I haven't noticed. I've just smiled, and uh, she probably hates me. I don't know. I was in a lift with her the other day. I know that, and I, I did exactly I know, that. I told her. I reminded her of that. I didn't talk to her. I just smiled yeah. at her, I said. Yeah. yeah I, I thought, no. Well, she said something about someone smiling at her and her having to call security, I think. Yeah, I was dragged that away was um, and thrown in the River Tyne, actually. Um, <laughs> lucky for me, I had my armbands, so I was okay. Anyway, carry on, Nick. <laughs> Well, uh, what else have I got to say? Um, uh, I don't think there are any other big Finnish stories set in Hong Kong, but please, please write in and prove me wrong if indeed I am wrong. Um, we don't tend to plan our stories by uh, locations on Earth, but um, so I don't know if there are any plans of having the Doctor land in countries other than the UK. Oh, yes, I do know, but I can't tell you about it. Yes, there is one thing that I've just read a storyline for, which is set uh, somewhere in America. So there you go. Uh, that's all I have to say on that. Have I missed anything out? Because I, I notice when I listen to the uh, podcast, I get so carried away with all the silliness that I actually forget to answer all the points in I, an email. I think that was all the points. I'm just looking back here. I think it, it appears. Yes. Okay. Well, and I'm sorry. Um, my son uh, Ben Benedict, as his full name is, he is um, he is actually here at the moment, but he is busy in uh, his bedroom watching a DVD. That's what he's doing. Uh, or was it? It might be YouTube. He might be watching um, the Diamond Minecart on YouTube, <laughs> if any of you know that. No? Dan TDM. Anyway, that's for people who like Minecraft, which being seven, he does. Very Although popular I know thing. that people, people who are 27 and 37 and possibly even 47 like Minecraft as well. It's like a modern age Lego. It is. Uh, three dimensions on your computer. Yeah, well, it's nice. I like it. Well, I mean, I don't play it, but but I like I like the idea. I'm 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 I'm, I'm going off topic here. Anyway, um, right. So we got another email here from Jack Ryan. 
Hello chaps, loving the new output as ever. It's come to a stage of when don't I enjoy the new output? To which I hope the answer will always be a resounding never. Also, I'd like to give a happy and very belated brackets sorry birthday to our audio supremo that is Nicholas Bricks, who I certainly hope shall meet again one day. Maybe at the next big finish day. Who knows, guys? Along with Benji. Such splendid chaps, both of them. Thank you very much. You're too Yeah, we kind. can only agree. Yes, we can only agree with you. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so, as stated, a few questions I hope you might be able to answer. Well, we hope. Okay. We live, yeah. we, live in, we live in hope. Number one, loving the tortured range, but am just wondering, A, if there are any plans for an Owen to return... Sorry, for Owen to return, not an Owen. <laughs> any Owen. Um, any Owen. After no, watching yeah. it recently, I'm just wondering if the characters from Miracle Day are allowed to be used or if it's another Grayson Chang problem. Well, I can answer that question with a I don't know to both of them. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> is that is that technically that's an answer? It's not, yeah. Well, it is an answer. It's not a very satisfying one. I, I, I acknowledge that. But it's an answer. There's an answer. Is, Number yeah. two, don't know whether it is the right place or not, but I may have pointed you and others towards my review blog. I'm hoping to start video reviews of some titles, and I'm just wondering if you would be okay with me sharing the trailers for the releases in the videos due to their being freely available. I'm merely asking out of curiosity, Mr. Briggs. Yeah, we have no problem. Yeah, share them. We don't, that's what we're doing for. Put, spread them far and wide. Like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll have the head of a fly and the body of a man. <laughs> Take the mask off, Nick. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> it won't come off. It won't come off. I'm stuck like this for the rest of my life. <laughs> bzz, bzz. <laughs> Buzz kill, buzz kill, <laughs> buzz kill. <laughs> okay, question number three. Is there any further news on the classics releases of The War of the Worlds and Jekyll and Hyde as I'm really excited about them? There's no further news. They are coming, though. And number That's four, all. regarding the new postage rates, sorry to be adding my voice to the burden, uh, the high cost of delivery is making the odd nice physical purchase for some very special releases a pricey problem. I'm just wondering if you consider a European postage rate for those who live near and yet still far. All I offer is a suggestion, and you have every right to regard it as a terrible idea, to which I shall promptly cast myself into the time vortex as punishment. Well, uh, <laughs> don't do that. I don't know, but I don't know what your suggestion is, really, because uh, I don't think the European postage rates have changed that much. And, um, and, and you know, it's as, as I've discussed before, uh, not to people's satisfaction, it has to be said um, that, you know, the postage rates have been changed simply because they have to be because we've been ridiculously undercharging for such a very long time. We had to do something about it. So sorry about that, Jack, but please don't cast yourself into the time vortex. No punishment is required. <laughs> and in all seriousness, here's Jack's last closing words. Not his last words. So I, mean, I hope he's not thrown himself into the vortex. But his last closing words here are, in all seriousness, I wish you all the best of luck with future endeavours and look forward to more joyous audio greatness. Jack Ryan. Thank you very much, Jack. Yes, I answered all your questions along the way. So moving on, finally, uh, this from Alexander Basden. Morning, lads. It's the afternoon here, actually, but it will be morning, hopefully. Sounds like a sergeant major, major doesn't it? Morning, lads. Morning, lads. <laughs> Stand by your beds. Um, as requested, a snake playing ping pong. Cue clip. I've put here. The thing is, Alex sent us an MP3, but it's failed to come through. When I pressed the play button, it just said error. But, you know, if... And I've written to him and said, please send it again. <laughs> if he, get, he hasn't replied yet. Um, so if it does come, it will be here now. But if it doesn't, then that was nothing. Um, uh, you are free to share this on social media or the Big Finish website, so long as you credit it to Alexander Basden and Ninja Whippet Productions. Ninja Whippet. 
Okay. Uh, well, uh, while I have your attention, I'd like to ask one long question and one short one. A few days ago, I imagine this is the long question, I purchased the Doctor Who Revisitations 1 box set, thank you BBC Worldwide, and set about binge-watching three fantastic stories, The Talons of Wang Chiang, The Caves of Androzani, and The Paul McGann movie. Although I did decide to first watch all the special features for the Paul McGann movie, as it was the only story out of the three I had seen before. Goodness. I found the documentary The Wilderness Years to be particularly entertaining, not least because it gave an insightful look at the Doctor Who-related material available in the 90s, but also because it featured an interview with Jason Hay Gallery. He's the uh, chairman of and co-executive producer of Big Finish, in which he briefly talked about a series of fan-made audio dramas from the 80s starring you, Nick, as the Doctor. As soon as I heard this, I wanted to learn more about your early purveyances of fine audio drama, and my appetite was only wedded further in your interview with Peter Ware. Peter! He's playing bold. <laughs> Peter! Peter! Well, um, yes. Just type it into Google, mate. You'll find out all you need to know about those audio adventures. I'll tell you something actually really strange, actually. Um, a friend of mine on Facebook who loves audio drama and all that, he actually uh, he's really into cosplay. And he actually appeared in a photo and said, I've cosplayed as the Nick Briggs Doctor. To which yeah, I, yeah, was I had a costume. Very, yeah. very impressive stuff. I could show you a picture of it. Someone gave me a, a fake Doctor Who magazine cover announcing me as the new Doctor with a picture of me from the 1980s with my little strange jacket with a toothbrush. My thing was I had a toothbrush in the top pocket because I'd heard that Tom Baker walked around with a toothbrush in his top pocket. <laughs> we just did a bit of a laugh. No celery for me. Um, anyway... Um, uh, Alexander says, <laughs> this brings me to my already long question. <sighs> I am certain I would not be alone among the Big Finish listeners saying that I would enjoy hearing some of these audios if any cassettes or snippets survive. Yeah, we can't. We can't do that because they're not licensed and they're just very old and to be forgotten. Uh, not to laugh at or ridicule due to any potential low quality, but to learn from them. And I don't think you would laugh at them. I think that they're they're pretty good. There's a lot of talented people working on them. I'm not talking about myself, obviously, but there were a lot of talented people. As a fellow young Doctor Who fan with dreams of working in the entertainment industry, it would be extremely interesting to see how someone as successful as you, Nick, <laughs> were able to start off. Oh, interesting. And now for my short question. Well, I'm looking at it. It doesn't look that short to me. Uh, seeing as the rights to H.G. Wells Royal the Worlds will become public domain in January when the book turns 119, would you be interested in adaptation of the Big Finish class for the Big Finish classics? Yes, um, I'm doing one. Already many other parties are taking <laughs> advantage of the rights of the sequel novel by, Te by Terry Pratchett. Really? I thought it was Stephen Baxter. Anyway, out in February, and an ITV drama by Doctor Who's Peter Harness. Peter! He's put in bold Peter. again. Harness, due to shoot next October, making 2017 seem a little like a year-long War of the World celebration. Yes, I would imagine my adaptation's coming out um, towards the end of 2017 particularly because I haven't written it yet. The icing on the cake for me would be a masterful adaptation by the Big Finish team. Well, there'll be one by me, as they have already done justice and breathed new life to Doctor Who, Torchwood, Terrorhawks, Dark Shadows, Sherlock Holmes, The Prisoner, Frankenstein, Dracula, and many, many, many more. Many was in bold. Keep up the brilliant work with the podcast, Nick and Benji, Alexander Bazin, alias Herbert F. Schnurbart. What a fine, noble name. P.S. Did you know there's a character in the new Doctor Who spin-off class, Ram Singh, named after the randomoid Selectatron? Oh, I didn't know right. that. Uh, yeah. uh, P.P.S. Benji, I watched The Labyrinth yesterday. It's definitely as good as you said. I now see why David Bowie would have been amazing as Shaz Jack in uh, The Caves of Androzani, as John Nathan Turner had originally planned. I think it was more um, Graham Harper who planned that. May I ask if Nick and Son Ben have found time to watch The Labyrinth yet? No. Sorry. I'll tell you something <clears throat> really quickly. Um, my All my family from far and wide came down. It was my cousin's children uh, were part of the people that came down. And um, they're really little, I think, sort of... Well, the, the oldest one is nine, and the rest are sort of four and five. And uh, one of the first things they said to me when I sat down with them to say hello, the first thing they said is, Have you watched The Labyrinth? Uh, to which I was like, wow. I was like, And to which I turned around and was like, have I watched The Labyrinth? 
you're ask you're asking me you're seriously going to ask me that question but um so it just shows it's i recommend it nick honestly good thing for both you and ben to watch i think we got it on dvd yeah all right Maybe he's watching it now without me. Maybe. It's dangerously he quotable. Won't. I will say that. <laughs> Don't defy me. Anyway. I would never defy the master. And that's the end of the emails for this edition of the podcast. Sorry if you didn't get to, if we didn't get to yours. We will. We will. We will. <laughs> by hook or by crook. In the meantime, do keep the emails coming. I don't know what's happened to me. I've gone slightly bonkers. Uh, what's the address to email them to Benjir? The address is podcast at bigfinish.com. Send us anything. Anything you like. Maybe draw us a picture. How about some monsters sitting in a living room and have a cosy fire with a nice little cup of tea and a teapot listening to Big Finish on the radio. Just an idea. Looking forward to it. Anyway, email music. End yourself. Time now for our guest star interview. As previously mentioned, it's with actor Carolyn Seymour, who is brilliant and really classy and very succinct with her answers. We also thought it appropriate for the Halloween edition since Survivors is quite a scary horror sort of series have you listened to it i do thoroughly recommend it survivors yeah carolyn seymour the original um star of it uh, back in the day and and returns to it uh, now and, and in fact you can hear her talking about it just just now if i stop talking just now now yeah that is the sound of carolyn seymour Fondling the pop shield of this recorder. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, darling. Um, you've done quite a lot of Big Finish, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I how, have. How did that all start? Well, amazingly enough, through a fan. I think David was doing Survivors, an episode of The Survivors, and they were somehow bypassing Abby Grant's character. And a fan of mine, Andy Priestner, wrote to me on Facebook and said, did you know that there's a company called Big Finish doing series of survivors? And I said, no, really. He said, do you want, would you like to be put in touch with them? And he, gave, he sent me the information, and I got in touch, and that was it. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. Social oh, media works. There you go. It's extraordinary, and I'm so, so thrilled and delighted. Oh, that's led to you doing other things for us as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't... I was just saying, we were just talking in the green room, Jane and I, and saying how, how working here has... I mean, I was out of work doing really good work for... I haven't done anything worth it for a long time. And this has given me back some confidence and my, a bit of my soul back. It's given me some hope. It's done... It's much more than just coming and doing a script. Wow. That's lovely. And of course, we got you in to do um, The War Doctor with um, John Hurt. Absolutely. And I knew John many, many years ago. I've known him for a long time, so that was lovely. Have you ever had the chance to listen to any of the things you've done for us or to any other Big Finish? I've listened to some. I've listened to the first series of Survivors. I have listened to some other stuff. But when I catch it, I listen to it. I don't... um, I have it, you know, where I hear it in bits and pieces, but I haven't bought enough. <laughs> well, no, you shouldn't. You should get free copies. <laughs> you look really guilty then. Um, I am. I do feel guilty, but I don't. I mean, I have listened to all the Survivor the box sets, and they've been they've, it's an extraordinary quality. It's lovely. I know. I find it because the only thing I have to do with it is doing the strange incidental music. But sometimes I find it quite hard going in the best sense when working on it because of the emotional content of it you know the latest series I've had to stop twice to cry to literally walk away from the desk and cry you know there uh, were some really well written uh, episodes though they were very they, doing the show originally as a televised version was really tough I had it used to rock my world quite often. I mean, I found myself in emotional turmoil quite often, and I'm finding it happens the same way doing this, because with radio you have to you have to act deeper somehow, because hmm. it's it's sort of it's really hard to 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 act on radio, but it 
because of that, it is so extraordinarily fulfilling. I, I love doing it. I love doing it. The reason I was asking about it is because uh, I ask two main questions in these podcasts to people. I ask them what's tingling their molecules about Big Finish at the moment. Uh, so we've kind of covered that. The other one is what's tingling your molecules in terms of entertainment generally. Think either, you know, TV or a book or a film, anything that you're particularly into at the moment, you're particularly enjoying. Well, how, how yeah, it's an, it's, that's a good question. I find myself m most of the time bored witless. And um, what's really from a television point of view, the Scandinoirs, all of those, all of those murder mysteries and all of those psychological thrillers that come out of Sweden and Iceland and Norway, they've got us pipped at the post. And it's just extraordinary stuff. And then I watched um, A Night Of, which was an HBO series with John Tartura that was just on. And I watched, the, I got so engrossed, I, I did a binge weekend. And I never do that. It, it was it, the most incredibly beautifully shot, written, acted, designed, sound, everything. It's, it, everybody has to go and look at it because it was so extraordinary. It's dark, it's moody, it's real. And it, and it doesn't... It doesn't gloss over anything, and and those are the, that's the stuff I really like. I like docudramas. I like the I love independent movies. I don't like the big ones. I like the small ones that tell a story that get you involved and maybe change your viewpoint a little bit. You see, there you are. You've covered it in less than ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you want to add? No, thanks, Dolly. Just thank you for employing me. That's oh, bless all. you for being here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Huge thanks to Carolyn. We work with loads of lovely people at Big Finish, and she's a relatively recent addition. Sometimes I fall into the trap of thinking I've met all the wonderful people I'm ever going to meet. And then someone like Carolyn comes along and it makes me realise that there are quite possibly many more wonderful people yet to encounter. Now, isn't that uplifting? It really is. That's some wonderful spiritual advice there from our guru, Mr. <laughs> Nicholas Briggs. With the head of a fly, <laughs> he's yeah. killed. We'll start a new religion at this rate. Worship the fly! Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so having been suitably uplifted, and that is spiritually and not physically, nobody's been lifting me up whilst I've been doing this podcast, it's now time for our good old friend from class. It's Ran. Demoid Selectatron! Will it be something scary and Halloweenish? Who can tell? Here we go. Oh, here we go. Right, I'm quite tense. Okay. Actually, <laughs> but your face speaks volumes. What? <laughs> okay, this is impressive. Okay, um, yeah. Random Way to Letstron has excelled itself by bringing up a Dark Shadows release. Wow! How good is that? Come up with number thirty-nine, Curtain Call. How brilliant is that? Well done, Rand. That's good. Well, uh, so let's have the trailer. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Our next act defies belief and uh, definition. Dark shadows. Curtain call. Ladies first. I'm Joshua. Joshua King. And you are? The blatant queen of Sheba. Come on. Friends, I stand before you with the sermon. But I ain't pontificating from some dusty old Bible, no sir. For I want to see this unfair, topsy-turvy world set right. And those that would keep us poor folk down, burned in a righteous fire. Who are you to judge me? I wasn't judging you. I was simply pointing out You know something. You know better than those stuck-up sows by Central Park looking down their noses at me because I don't know. A soup knife from a fish spoon. I think you mean a fish knife from a soup spoon. I see a future, friends, in which a man is judged not by the way he speaks or the contents of his wallet, but by his deeds and by the contents of his heart. When a decent day's work gets a decent day's wage. Now tell me, miss... Can you see a light at the end of the tunnel? I can. Oh, but it's beautiful. Then walk up. Walk up towards the light. Are those cows?
pages. You bet they are. But there's... there's people in there. If you can call them that. That was quite a performance you put on out there. Just a bit of play acting for the cheap seats. Gotta give them their money's worth. Ta! Here's to a wonderful partnership, Miss Faye. <laughs> I see carriages without horses. Moving so fast. Tunnels under the ground. Boxes with moving pictures inside. Metal birds in the sky. So many people, so much noise. Make it stop. What? What happened? Well, I'm no expert, but I think you may have had an attack of the vapours. Now, um, since I know nothing about Dark Shadows, uh, I've got one story about Dark Shadows, the TV series, which I was shown several of the episodes many, many years ago, and it was recorded as live, as in, you know, like Doctor Who was back in the day. And they used to uh, run the credits over a shot of the set at the end. And clearly, one of the actors didn't know that they were still taping a picture of the set and just flashing the credits up over it. <laughs> and, he, and he walked on in his dressing gown, you know, out of his costume. <laughs> walked in the middle of the set, looked at the camera, kind of went, <gasps> and ran off again. Sounds That's like all I know about definitely happened to me. <laughs> anyway, but uh, what does it say about that uh, curtain call story? Okay, former mind reader Letitia Fay thought her music hall days were behind her. But charismatic preacher Joshua King has other ideas. With little persuasion, Letitia becomes part of the King's act. Magic mixed with a rabble-rousing call for rebellion. Letitia enjoys the limelight, but soon is plagued by glimpses of a terrifying future. Is King's gospel all it seems to be? And what role does he really want her to play? Ooh. There you go. Well, we can thoroughly recommend it, even though we know nothing about it. Dark Shadows, really popular range, run by some great people. David Darlington and Joe Lidster do a fantastic job of it. Joe Lidster's uh, wicked, actually, because I, I spoke to him. He is. He is wicked. He is literally wicked. He is wicked. <laughs> he is a wicked man. I spoke to him and I said, look, I don't know where to begin with Dark Shadows because I've not seen the original. Uh, and and he was, uh, this is over Twitter. And he was such a nice guy that he actually took the time out of his busy schedule to sit down and work out the best episodes for me to watch and also the best big finishes for me to get into to get into it all. And I thought, you know, that, that this is this is clearly a dude that that loves loves uh, Dark Shadows. And then I, I saw him later at the Doctor Who magazine party to which I said, you know, it's, I watched it from the start and it's sort of, it's just quite slow to get into at first when you watch the original and then it really picks up and kind of rocks into, gets into gear to which um, I'm, I'm sure uh, everybody standing around me thought I was talking about the big finish release and they'd all been in it to which they were giving me this look as if to say, you're just slagging off what we're doing. To which I yeah, then had to be very apologetic and say, no, you're getting me out of context. <laughs> me, needless to say, it turned out okay. They probably hate me and they're probably all sitting there. But you were talking about the TV series. Oh, so yeah, talking about the, the, the TV and how it kind of takes time to, to, to in my opinion, to get hmm. get a rock in, you know, and then once it's well, there, it's, it's a, there. Well, it's very old, you know. It's from the olden days. Indeed, it's it is. Sort of late 60s, early 70s. Is there a time where, in, in a timeline, where it's just so they classed as the olden days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's from yeah. the olden days. I was trying to cover the fact that I don't exactly know when Dark Shadows started, yeah. You've just shone a spotlight on it, thanks. It's all right. Thanks for yeah, that. It's all right. it's <laughs> Happy Halloween. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. But yes, Dark Shadows, give it give it a go, guys. It's, it's well worth it. Okay then, and that's now time we can say farewell to Ran. Thanks, Ran. You you pulled out a blinder today, and it's literally now the curtain call for the podcast. That's right. So just time for Nick to round up the latest releases. Cue that great music. The Torchwood Archive, a host of Torchwood luminaries, including John Barham and Gareth, David Lloyd, and Naoko Mori, star in this acclaimed tenth anniversary special. 
Jago and Lightfoot, Series 12, Victorian Investigators, Infernal Affairs. Need I say more? Please, Kitty, mum's the word. Doctor Who, The Fifth Traveller, The First Doctor Adventure, starring William Russell, Maureen O'Brien, Gemma Powell and James Joyce. The ever-popular Nicola Bryant reads The Fifth Doctor Short Trip, Rule Book. Peter Davison and Mark Strickson star in the Doctor Who anthology release, The Memory Bank. Ooh, and don't forget their latest War Doctor box hit, Agents of Chaos. Yes, 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 all those things are available now from BigFinish.com. And that's it for the latest releases. Well, it's been a blast, Nick, you know. It's been a spooky old evening for us. Mm, yeah. And as we record this, it's Friday, and I've got a bit of that Friday fever. So, it's now time to get into me Halloween costume and get out a rocking. <laughs> I don't have get a Get out of what? A, a rocking. <laughs> a rocking? A rocking. You mean like a rocking horse or a rocking chair? I don't or? know, but... I, I, in fact, I've just got one hilarious last thing to say. Well, I found it hilarious. Years ago, mm-hmm. um, when I split up with my ex-girlfriend, it's not a sad story, it's, it's actually a funny one. Well, how could you split up with her if she was already your ex Well, she's my ex now, but she wasn't Oh, then. right, yes, yes. Um, but yes. it was quite funny. You know you have to do that annual thing where you, you swap things back and you say, you know, this is yours, this is this is left it here, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. uh, we, we came to that and I was, you know, saying, well, here's some of your makeup stuff, here's this, here's that, here's a couple of your DVDs. And all she does is hands me this bag, and I said, "Well, what's that?" She went, "That's your, that's your, that's, that's your Dracula." <laughs> Out with it, man! That's your Dracula costume from, from Halloween. <laughs> that is literally how mature I am. That the only oh, thing I left my... around her house was a, Dracula, a Dracula costume. costume. So yeah. I thought you were going to say she said, uh, "That's the head of a fly." <laughs> No, that'll be that'll be the next time I expect. You left your head of a fly around. But yeah, so uh keep keep thank smiling you, guys, keep scaring, <laughs> and uh, thank you very much. Oh next next week I should throw in uh, Peter Davison will be featuring in the shortest ever podcast interview. But let me tell you, it may be short, but it is completely inflammatory. Anyway, um so goodbye. Do you want to say goodbye? Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I'd already goodbyed myself. Goodbye. <laughs> Just before we go, here's the latest instalment of The Prisoner. Number six has met the mysterious number nine who claims to have been helping Cobb to escape from the village. Both are suspicious of each other, but they've arranged to meet at the bandstand. <laughs> We're both scared to talk. Look, we can't talk here, we'll get soaked. And besides, they'll see us on the way back. Where then? And when? Twelve o'clock, at the bandstand. It's a date. Well now, this is going to prove a challenge for our sound boys. Zoom in, please. Immediately, number two. Zooming in. Ah, yes, there she is. All of a flutter, waiting for her newfound bow. Little beads of sweat on her tender upper lip. And there he is. Oh, no flowers. Are we getting any sound on them yet? Isolate the frequency. Weather seems to have cleared up. I've got to make Anyone sitting there? Be my guest. I thought I'd been stood up. We have to be quick. How romantic. Is this just a game for you? And for you? Dressing up, a waitress, a maid, now what? A damsel in distress with a vital piece of information on a mission sanctioned by number two himself. Look, you can think what you like. I knew Cobb would crack sooner or later. I could see it in his eyes. I wanted to help him get out of here before... And I suppose you know a way, do you? This was a mistake. I shouldn't have bothered. And what do you see in my eyes? Number nine? Tell me. Tell me your Dark. Night. And leave it to me, Lisa. The truth is all you're doing it. Trapped. 
<laughs> well, I've no idea what they're talking about, but it seems to be getting very intense. I'm sorry about this, ma'am. Isolate their frequencies now! All right. I work in dispatch at the village hall. Fascinating. Do go on. I managed to get hold of an electropath. All right. I'll bite what's an electropath. It looks like a watch, but it's got a signaling device built into it. Preposterous. Who does it signal? There's a skimmercopter leaving at exactly two o'clock this afternoon. Do you think you could fly it? Well, I can fly a proper helicopter, so one of those overgrown toys should be child's play. Where? There's a stone boat down by the beach. Yes, I caught sight of it on my guided tour. It's just by the old folks' home. People really grow old here. Wait by the stone boat. The skimmers land close by. You'll see. But how does this electro pass? The skimmer will be guarded by Rover. Ah. The electropath gets you past Rover. How? It emits a signal that tells Rover you have permission to travel. Already clever. And where is this wonder pass? Well... Are you testing me? Are you working for them? Are you? Well... One of us has to make a leap of faith. And get themselves killed. Sometimes I think it would be better to be dead. Dear me. Perhaps you need some group therapy, number nine. In a straitjacket. There is no time for this. I'm wearing the pass on my right wrist. The strap is loose. If you embrace me, you should be able to slip it off without their noticing. You operate it by pressing the button on the side. Well? Oh, just kiss me for God's sake, it may already be too late. Too late for what? The sound of the band will be masking our voices from their microphones. The cymbal clashes play havoc with their frequency filters, but... Impressive. You have it all worked out, don't you? Well, are you going to... <laughs> Are you? That was very forward of you, number six. I'm sorry, when can we meet again? I think perhaps it is best if we don't. Goodbye. I'll be seeing you. And where are you off to in such a hurry? What? Oh, sorry. I haven't had time to introduce myself. I'm the new number two. So I see. What happened to the old one? Things change. People move on. What did he do? Escape? What makes you say that? Do you have escape on your mind, number nine? No. No, of course not. What about number six? What about him? What do you mean? You seem a little jumpy. Not at all. I'm, um... Experiencing the first flush of a burgeoning romance. Oh. You saw him kiss me. News travels fast in a village hungry for gossip, but isn't that always the way? Well, it was unwelcome. There's nothing between us. I see. You mean number six behaved inappropriately? Ah, uh, yes. Would you like me to have action taken against him? What? No, N no, no, it's, f it's fine. We don't want any unhappiness in our beautiful village, and if number six behaved aggressively towards you... No, no, not, not aggressive. It was a misunderstanding. Well, if you're sure, number nine. You are sure? Yes. Yes, I'm sure. Thank you for your concern. If you should reconsider, my door is always open. Thank you. Thank you, number two. Pity about Cobb. What? Ah, oh, yes. Still not your fault. No blot on your record. Just one of those things. What? I be seeing you. Um, yes. Be seeing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>